Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Da, da, da. Right, we're on. Oh, that's too much, isn't it? Too much light there, love. That one. <clears throat> got to have the lighting right. Do you know what I don't like when you go to someone's house and they've not got a fucking lamp or... Right, yeah. Nice lighting. <laughs> why, why do people not... I think it's these people who rent houses that are already furnished. They don't want to buy any furniture for it. When you used to live in Advent in Manchester, you yeah. never had a fucking lamp. Why not? I spent all my money on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I weren't buying a lamp. So true. <laughs> the gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. This week on the show, Billy's got all the tea on the turf floors. Danny's got a letter from a horny neighbour after a blowy in the bin shed. We find out who the fuck is Mae West. Oh, I'm a resumer from Drive. How? Hey, 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 and welcome to another show of the Gossip Gays, coming to you live from a miserable day in Worsley. Your two captains of the ship are here and they are ready to play. DJ Billy Andrew, what have you got for us today? <laughs> That was quite good. Do you know, I always wanted to be like a little... I used to do that on my own as a kid, like a little gimpy kid. Right. I had a tape player, and I, and I used to have me Chico Latino. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. On a tape. Yeah. And it had... Bag it up, no butts on me on the other side. Yeah, that's Jerry Halliwell for all you young'uns out there. Yeah, yeah. and um, I used to play it, and then I'd take the tape out and turn it over, but in between taking the tape out, I'd be like, Good morning, Liverpool! It is Daniel here, live on I Am A Faggot Radio! <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of thing you do when you've got no friends, in it? Well, I used to do that. I used to buy all my single... Oh, I didn't do that exactly. (laughs) But I did always used to buy single CDs from Woolworths. Yeah. Every Saturday. 
um, I, I can remember getting and playing it in my nana's car right on the way home. <laughs> it was it was when it first came out, the explicit version. My neck, my, my back, lit my, my and my. Crack. <laughs> I was about probably 12. <laughs> was you now younger. listening to it? Yeah, on the way home. <laughs> wow. How funny. And my mum wouldn't... Did it go um, over your head? We knew exactly what it meant. Wow. But um, I can remember my mum saying, you're not playing that filth in my house. You shouldn't have even bought it. Right. And I got it. Kia, mine at my back. How funny. That's if. I know. All oh, your ladies pop your pussy like this. <laughs> Sat next to me, Nana, on the way home. <laughs> don't stop, don't click. <laughs> um, um, <clears throat> listen, it's nice to see you. It's good to have fun. And it's been an exhausting week. I'm exhausted. Egg. Exhausted. And why are you exhausted? Because I'm, I've been, I've been to... Oh, God, there's been so much happened. Yeah. And I mean, so much from the macabre to the miserable to the... Wait until I tell you this story in a minute. Right, go. Hit me. <sighs> so... Um, <laughs> I went to the Black Lives Matter protest in Manchester. Yeah, I know you couldn't come because yeah. you 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 heard it, heard it, you heard it, heard it. That's what you sounded like then. Did I? You heard it, heard it, heard it. I know you can't. Heard it, heard it, heard it. Um, I know you couldn't come because I can't be around that many people when I live yeah. with my mum. So yeah, and obviously, as you know, we are doing this like we're actually we measured it before. We're actually, two point <laughs> seven meters apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! We're not, we need to get through the show today. Um. So yeah, I went to the Black Lives Matter protest on Saturday. It was the most emotional, inspiring, crazy, crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy thing I've ever been to. I've actually never been to a protest. I've not. And I was like, obviously wanted to go, but also the thought of going to a protest where I might get arrested. Like, oh, do no, you know what I mean? It's a bit arrested. like that. Well, you never know. Something might kick off. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things could kick off. I mean, we went in all black, like. We went in all black. Uh, and then I had Non-identified this... clothing. Yeah, non-identified clothing. And then obviously I painted my dragon face on. <laughs> no, I didn't really, obviously. Um, and it was just, it was really empowering, actually. And, the, and some of the chants there and the people, everyone was lovely. Everyone had full PPE. To be fair, we did manage to keep social distancing for the most part. Right. Obviously, there were many people there. Yeah, though. we marched around the city. And when we did the march, people were... Social distant, then they get a bit too close, and it was like a, uh, what's a that? wave. What's that thing, and you play it like that? I'm moving my arms. You, you cardian, is it? You go like back that. and forth, don't yeah. yeah. So we're yeah. getting tighter and looser, anyway, like your asshole on a normal Saturday. <laughs> um, and it was just really, yeah, it was just that. And I've seen so, and then I've come back and I've seen so, so much negativity online and Facebook. And the, listen, the only way I can put it is. Sometimes, sometimes you've got to do the wrong thing to do the right thing. Do Learn. You know, do you know what I mean? Well, no. Should should that many people have been gathering? No, but there's never a right time for a protest. This is the biggest civil rights movement that there's ever been in history. And this right now we are living through the, a real historical moment in time. Yeah. We're living through a pandemic <clears throat> and we've been living over the last 400 years and even worse pandemic and that's racism. Yeah. And for me... That was worth going, and I don't need to justify that to anyone else. And if you if you don't didn't want to go, or anyone else didn't want to go, that's fine. Yeah, and I respect that because it's a pandemic. But for me, this is a a really important issue. 
And then I've come back from it and spent all week arguing with people that don't understand what white privilege is, how they are privileged. So many people taking it offensively and getting on the defensive. I've literally spent a week arguing with people and I've, I've thought, I am emotionally drained. And then was speaking to my boyfriend and he, he was like, well, can you imagine what it's been like for me living with that for my whole life? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that... It, the more you look, the more you realise how racism is ingrained into our society and how much of our culture is built on racism. And whether you like it or not, that's a fact. Or whether you see it or not. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, And it is changing and things are hopefully going to change. And if you don't realise how much it's ingrained to our, our, our society, like random, just take a couple of random things and, and, and look at it objectively um hairdressing hairdressing qualification my friend's a hairdresser they never studied black hair yeah four years she studied because yeah. she did an extra coloring year she never put color on black hair she never cut black hair just why wasn't part of the curriculum part of the curriculum. but why why you know what else tv adverts look at soaps have all the soaps got black families in i know hollyoaks recently got black family in because my agent kelly is is an actress in it yeah you know, the representation's not there. The, it's something like 2.3% of head teachers in the UK are black. Wow. It was this mad low number. Yeah. It's everywhere. But now's the time for us as white people to get used to being uncomfortable and having uncomfortable questions. And if you're listening to this show and thinking, oh my God, are they talking about it again? Yeah. Then that's because you're so privileged you can have that thought. Yeah. That said, we need to keep fighting the fight, but we also need to keep having some fun. And even though there's a lot of negativity around us, don't stop. Don't let it affect your mental health. And remember that you're also seeing a lot, a lot of love. There is a lot, a lot of love. A lot, a lot of love. Surprise, surprise. There's a lot, a lot of love. And there is, there is though. There is a lot of love. Yeah, of course there is. Um, so I'm drained for that. And also, well, you tell me your week and then I've got a story to tell you that. <sighs> It's changed my life. Are you building it up because it better be good? Right. I'll tell you what I've done. I, I don't want to build it up too much, but... <laughs> something's on the way. Right. These catch-ups could be really good or really shit, depending, depending <laughs> yeah. on your final story. Okay. So, hold on to your breath, listener. So, it was my auntie's 50th birthday this week, and because we're allowed six of us in the garden, uh, we all decided to go over. And you know what? I've... As much as this pandemic is what it is and annoying but i've reconnected with family members like i've never connected who well all my auntie and my grandma and everybody we had a great time on our 50th birthday and you've always been a bit you've always thought they were a bit i just always, i don't know if they listen or not so i don't want to put you i've in. had like weird tension from <coughs> my part and it's my own personal oh, okay. feelings because you felt what i felt you like- felt your grandma <laughs> <laughs> you felt what? You felt your grandma hates you. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> I didn't mean to speak then. Go on. I felt like I just didn't connect with my grandparents as much as maybe the other siblings had done. Just because I had my own insecurities about me being gay. And I always said, Billy, she will love you. Of course, yeah. When you spoke about it. And I know that she does, but I just always worried that I was like the ugh one. Oh. A little bit. But I know that's not true because this weekend we just connected on a lovely level. My grandma, my granddad, my auntie, we all, we all had a laugh. And 
Yeah, I've just loved this pandemic for like even me even connecting with my sister. Sorry. What? I just all I heard was I've loved this pandemic. I'm looking at the bright You're looking side at the silver yeah, lining. Silver lining and I've reconnected with family, which is fab. Really fab, actually. And you know what? So have I with my mum. Yeah. I speak to her more than ever and my dad. We've had a really great relationship. I've seen her once over lockdown in the garden around my birthday. <clears throat> and we had a real emotional chat. And it was just fab. We've really reconnected reconnected, as you said, but um I kinda connected with Joe's family in <laughs> in a way that I never thought would be possible this week. <laughs> right. And something really embarrassing has happened to me. Right. If the floor could swallow me up at any moment in my life, it would have been this week. Right. I got up to come down to make Joe breakfast and a coffee. Okay. And I was making the coffees. And he was like, oh, hurry up, where's my breakfast? And I was like, oh, it's on the way. And I jokingly like did like a video for him. Right. Like where I opened my dressing gown and I like flop my knob out. Right. Of flop my knob out of my undies. Like thumbed it out, if you will. Right. Yeah. Bear in mind it with a morning, all right? Right, okay. What I'm trying to say is it looked like a walnut whip. Right, smart. Right. Yeah, acorn. <laughs> anyway, I flipped it out and I give it a little wibble wobble. Right. <laughs> what, it's like a joke? As a response to his question where's my breakfast i was gonna say uh, uh, so he's like a little <laughs> cheeky response it I was just it. a little bit and it, you know what it was just meant to be that right that funny funny little joke between you and Jeff. yeah i sent it to his family group <laughs> <laughs> by mistake because his auntie had asked a question it come up and i'd not realized i'd filmed it and sent it to the family group <laughs> put, put my phone down right carried oh. on making the coffee oh, so you didn't <laughs> even notice <laughs> My phone, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, he wants a bit up there. Right. Look, Adele, his auntie, what the fuck? <laughs> his mum, Dan, his dad, very ballsy. <laughs> his mum again. Oh, well, Dan, at least it wasn't a wank. Then I... Joe's brother came on. What the fuck is going on? I couldn't delete it. I was in the... M- the m- Something's changed on WhatsApp. I was like, I can't delete it. Joe was shouting and banging, Dan, Dan. The panic in me, the panic in me, put it this way, I nearly shit out of each one of my bummels. (laughs) I I finally deleted it and then I was like, it should be gone. And his mum was like, no, it's in my camera roll. I can't (gasps) delete it. So it's in all, because all of them are like bloody boomers that don't know how to work WhatsApp. It's all saved to the camera rolls. I'm embarrassed for you. And honestly, and do you know what the worst part of it was? My own boyfriend threw me under the bus and responded with, not going to lie, it's usually a bit bigger than that, guys. <gasps> <laughs> How bad's that? How funny. I'm never going to live that down, am I? No, that is going to be told, like, at every Christmas party. <sighs> well, if, knowing their family now it's probably going to be shown at every right. Christmas party <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's probably going to be printed off and put onto a Christmas card yeah. and put, put through our letterbox make it into a diff <laughs> he said Joe's dad put I'm going to edit that <laughs> do what with it I don't know I don't know <gasps> but they're going to fucking rip me to shreds forever so that's what's happened to me this week I've had a very very emotional roller coaster. I've been in tears at some points this week I, I just don't understand now people just can't love just open your eyes and love just don't 
show too much love to your <laughs> fiance's family <laughs> on WhatsApp. The Gossip Gaze. Okay, so listener's letter this week has come in. It goes, um, <laughs> help me please. Lol is the, right. is the line. Uh, hey, Gossip Gaze, I'm a really big fan and I've been listening... I'm a really big fan and I've been listening non-stop for the last three weeks of lockdown. Keep up the good work. So funny and inspiring. Thank you. That's nice. So basically, after a week of lockdown, I thought it would be nice to give both my neighbours my number and a note and a note just saying if they needed anything uh, or couldn't get out for any bits and bobs, I'd pop the shop uh, or help them out. Pop the shop. Fucking hell, I can't read today. <laughs> I could pop the shop or help them out. Uh, I'm alone over lockdown because my housemate has gone home to his family. The girls next door one way text me to say thank you and I haven't really heard from them since. But the guy from next door the other way randomly messaged me really early one Saturday morning saying, Hey, uh, I didn't get it until the next morning but when I text who's this, he said it was him and we just got chatting a bit. Well, snap forward six weeks and we've kind of been texting on and off. <laughs> but, I f- but I feel really guilty because I know he has a girlfriend. She lives there too. We haven't actually met properly, but we've always said hi in the communal areas and stuff. Anyway, it's heated up this week and he suggested that we do stuff in the bin store. It's not as disgusting as it sounds, um, I promise. I really want to because he... Because it's really hot and he's really hot. What? And he said, hang on, and he said he's bi and his girlfriend knows he's bi, but I just don't want it to get out. I just don't want it to get out and then it'd be really awkward or worse, like nasty. Please don't read my name or email or anything out. I'd die if my mate's heard. <laughs> that, that went, that did not take the direction I thought it was going to go. But me either. I think they've summarised their experience over the last six weeks. Right, it's escalated to where they've been asked to do sexual favours in the bin store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they've put in brackets, it's not as minging, it's not as disgusting as it sounds, I promise. We've all done stuff in a bin store, I mean. What? <laughs> I've not, have you? I mean... You've not. Bin store... You've not. Have you really? Um, yeah, Where? I think I have, yeah. Not in my apartment Where? block, but we had a Where bin... would you be in a bin store? At my old place of work. <laughs> you didn't. Why are you on shift? A little fumble. Oh my God. <laughs> you minging bitch. Right, so they've, basically, they've texted the neighbours thinking they'd be a fucking jolly do-gooder. And the boys text back next door. I'm presuming this person's gay. They didn't say. They didn't say. I hate that. Yeah. Sorry. But I love the most clearest picture. But it's fine. I'm presuming you're gay. Even if you're not and you're a girl or trans. Well, no, they said said the neighbours buy. Why would they say that? (sighs) So there we go. Well done. Well done. All right. Inspector Clued out. (laughs) Inspector Clued. So. Let me get it straight. Basically, the 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 flirting with the neighbour, and it's got to a point where they feel like they want to do stuff in the bin store. I'd do it. <laughs> Would you <laughs> go for it? Yeah. See, now I'd I'd feel guilty. What have you got to lose? You didn't know him before. 
well, true, clearly they didn't know them well before, but what if he, I don't know, what What if the guy's, the guy said his girlfriend knows he's bi, the guy didn't say. It's open. It's open. Maybe if you feel guilty, maybe if you feel guilty, just say, look, if it'd be great if you could get the go-ahead from your girlfriend. And then if he lies, look, if he lies right. and says, she says, yeah. Right, that's not I'm on not your head. I'm not saying it's right, but then it's at least not on your head. Actually, yeah, that... I'm trying to make you have a guilt-free experience here because <laughs> if I was locked down on my own in lockdown... Oh, yeah. actually, no, we can't. It's illegal. Surely that's illegal. Mind you, it's not illegal now. These new bubbles. Because it's bubbles. We're in a bubble now where between ob- my house and your house. Where obviously- I know we're working and we're two metres away. <gasps> Does that mean we don't have to be two metres away soon either? If we're in the same bubble. Sorry, side note. <laughs> I don't know. I don't... Okay, <laughs> that, carry that, on. Not for now. Yeah. Um, my advice would be do it when it's legal if you want to do it. My advice is actually just do it if you want to do it. No, I think say, I'd like you to get a go ahead from your girlfriend. Right. If he lies, then it, it's not on your head. I still would feel guilty though. I think just because it's like, don't shit on your fucking doorstep. And, and you literally... literally, that's literally what you're doing. <laughs> you literally, well, I don't know what the stuff that you wanted to be doing, but hopefully that's not literally what you're doing. But yeah. anyway, I mean, it, it, it's not the most romantical of things, is it? No, but come and put me knob in your mouth in the bin shed. Imagine fucking, oh no, imagine the neighbours the other way came in. <laughs> This is what they must know. What the, they must have a place that's secure. Don't be doing if you're doing it in the bin shed and it's not secure and someone can walk in, then don't do it. Full stop. People like that though. What the risk of getting caught? Oh wow. Okay, sorry. Some people enjoy that. Actually, oh, <laughs> wow, you weirdo. I don't. I think it makes me like I'm on edge. I can't even like. Like that's like I, a danger wank in it. Where where I've seen it where teenagers shout them on and they have to have a quick wank. I've I've not done that. That's what you told me you used to do all the time. Try I would, and, try I would and never do that, you, you freak. You said you used to try and come before your mum I'm going to put this out because <laughs> I have never once said that. I know, I was just saying it because I know your mum listens. <laughs> She'll be like, what? Yeah. She'll think I'm a freak now. Um... We've wh- gone way off here. Where were we? We were with this fucking... Look, if you want... If you're going to shag your neighbour, you're going to shag your neighbour, aren't you? Just just I remember the consequences. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. If you're going to do it, you need to be prepared for the consequences. It sounds like you've got guilt, but you mustn't have much guilt because you've been texting the guy on and off for six weeks. And if you're arranging to do naughty stuff, you've obviously swapped pictures. You've already done yeah. enough to, to, to have the consequences that you're scared of. Yeah, so just do it. Well, no. <laughs> don't, I, I don't know. I don't think that's good advice, Bill. Just do it. You're potentially breaking the relationship up. That's not on his head. Well, it is a bit. It is. It's whether you choose to accept it or not. Right. But it is on your head. It's, well, it's The guy's going to do it with somebody regardless. He's out there actively looking to do it with someone. Well, that's true. So that's on him. I think if he can just get... Say, say you want confirmation from the girlfriend. Right. And then if you've got a fucking text saying, yeah, she said it was okay. I mean, what more could you do other than knock on and be like, I Sandra, do you mind if I suck Martin's cock at Bin Shed? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> so, 
you know what? I reckon this person's made the mind up what they want to do. They want to, they've us, written into us to alleviate the guilt. Let us know the next steps of what's <gasps> happened. Get back in contact with us and keep us updated. Yeah, and just don't do anything illegal. The Gossip Gaze. So this is the gossip section of the Gossip Gaze. You do this every week. <gasps> yeah, so I want people to know what section it is. This is the gossip section. In a moment will be the other section (laughs) (laughs) so what gossip have you got for me girl have you seen what jk rowling has been spouting (sighs) part of me doesn't want to discuss that and give uh, any more of a platform but being real she's already got fucking millions of fucking followers yeah so another couple of thousand listens on this isn't gonna do much go on hit me with what you've got and i'll come back at you Basically, she's been tweeting out, and it's not the first time she's done it, with some anti-trans comments. Basically saying that you need to have a menstrual cycle to in, in order to be a woman. I mean, what's that say for, like, mine and your mum? Because they've both gone through the change, I imagine. And does that make them not real women? Exactly. First off. Yeah. Honey... <laughs> And she she said this all stemmed from when the Scottish government decided that you could legally change the sex on your birth certificate if you are trans. So then on your record, it says woman if you're a trans woman rather than a male. That That's the gender you're assigned at a birth. Yeah. And that didn't sit right with her. She didn't want that. She don't want trans people using same-sex spaces, is what she said. She doesn't think that's right. She said a lot. Yeah. And she's released a new statement. She... Okay, so from my understanding, and I read it last night, and I didn't spend ages reading it because it was long, so I was reading it. She basically is... She's being really dangerous. What she's doing. I don't know where to start. It's just... It's really upsetting. Yeah. She's... She's... But put it this way, she is a writer and she knows exactly how to manipulate language to basically make the worst transphobic argument sound reasonable. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's she she's a very clever person and she acts as if she cares for trans people. No, I, I only care for... What about the young? What about the people that want to transition back? Well, first of all, that's none of your business. Yeah. What they want to do and what not. Yeah. And second of all, she's using it like, I'm, I'm worried about the health, I'm worried about the mental health, I'm worried about the impact. And she's fluffed it up and actually she's just really presenting really transphobic views. views. Um, obviously I'm not trans. I wanted to find some quotes from people. Um, this one from... Edenbrook underscore film on Twitter reads, JK Rowling set her post to have no replies so that people would be forced to retweet with comment just to respond. Right. That is a manipulative trick used uh, to make it look like the numbers support her and her bigotry. Don't fall for this trick and don't retweet her. Right. I didn't even realise, but that's obviously what she's doing. Yeah. Um, Serena... Danarini. Serena Danarini tweets. In all seriousness, though, J.K. Rowling is the worst kind of transphobe because she somehow convinced herself that she has love and compassion for trans people while simultaneously denying our humanity and relentlessly attacking us. She should just admit she doesn't like trans people. She's 
she's putting trans people in danger. Yeah. And the fact that Daniel Radcliffe has spoken out. Emma Watson. Warner Brothers. No, Warner Brothers hasn't. Oh. Warner Brothers actually haven't. And I thought they had. No, so they actually haven't. And because a lot of people are speculating, it's because they've got this new film coming out, which is obviously Fantastic Beats, Where to Find Them, which she wrote. So they've staged stum a little bit and they've not actually, as of this moment when we're recording, not said anything. Now, the theme parks have Universal Studios, where okay. they have like all... Harry Potter world. Harry Potter that. world, basically. They've spoken out. My biggest issue with all of this is she's used her abilities as a writer to manipulate her point to make it sound fairly reasonable, like she cares. And the reality is, I can't find it, and I'm really annoyed at myself. I saw it today, and somebody just really summarised her point and was like, she's used all of these classic tactics that people use. Right. And it's things like I said earlier, caring for children, mental health, and... All these points are always brought up by transphobes to deny their existence and somehow threaten them. And the most basic way I can put it is if your feminism or if your progressiveness is is putting somebody else who's marginalised down, whether that be black people, trans people, gay people, whatever, then you're not really a feminist or a progressive person because you've... You've still got to put somebody else down. So what that makes you is a supremacist. Yeah. Said that right? Supremacist. I think so, yeah. I think so. So, and being a white woman who's now a billionaire with a massive platform, she's she's really let herself down. And she's let a lot, a lot of people down that used her books to to see fighting against racism and and see themselves in a world where they can be whatever they want. Yeah. And probably, as she's before this, inspired so many, so many trans people. But now what she's going to be remembered for is being a transphobe. Yeah. And that's all I'm ever going to remember And that's for. sad. Yeah. So, let's cancel the bitch and move on. <laughs> <laughs> what other gossip have you got? I felt like that took a real different energy, but it's just... You know what? Let's get all the fucking hate out in the world right now. Yeah. Corona, black lives matter, trans lives matter, every life matters. But until all we can build these marginalised people up and give them the same level and love that we've got, yeah. how can we turn around and say that? Give me some more info, bitch. <laughs> give me some more gossip. <laughs> Something to look forward to. I don't know if you're going to look forward to, but after after lockdown and Corona, the UK's first male lap dancing club is to what? open in London Soho. Now the the, no. the venue hasn't been revealed, but it says. Should we try and get like an exclusive cover on the opening weekend? I would love to. <laughs> Message yeah. Them. Message them. Um, the strip. So it's called Strip in London, and the organisers are hoping to provide an attitude-free space um, once lockdown restrictions are lifted. I mean, we're going from one extreme to the other, aren't we? Keep two metres apart, grind your oily body all over. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to have to be certainly have some kind of vi- uh, antiviral before we're there, but yeah. Um, it sounds it, good, sorry, I've just dropped my phone. So those who have got the moves are currently being asked to apply um, as they are recruiting dancers for the night, which is expected to tour other cities as well. I don't know what to expect from this. Oh, it's, I hope I, I want to host it. 
I don't know whether... I'd host that. Is it going to be like where guys can pay for a male lap dance? Like, <laughs> Or is it going to be like the Dream Boys but for gays? I don't know. This, this is what I'm trying to get around. It's not, it doesn't actually say. So what are you expecting from The this? night's going to tour. So what? Once a month, your local pub's going to become a fucking strip club. I did. <laughs> Let's all get down the brown cow for some cock. <laughs> How's that going to work? I don't know how it's going to work. And would you ever go to it in a serious way and pay for a lap dance? Mm, yeah. I think if we were, was without and we'd been to like a brunch in the day, like got a bit merry in the if daytime. If we'd been to a brunch in the day, we'd be bankrupt by the evening if me and you were in a strip club. We'd be like, yeah, go on, more, more, more. How do you like it? How do you like it? More, more, more. <laughs> we would. Do you think it's going to be a... No. I was going to say, do you think it's going to be seedy? Because we know what some day places can be like. This is the thing. If it's if it's like the Dream Boys or, you know, other whatever strip tours are available. Right. If it's like one of those, I used to host that. Right. Book me. And, um... At bookings at the dannybeard.com. <laughs> and, um... It's like... Oh, five or six strippers and a drag queen comes on in between and, like, chats to them. Right, okay, I'm with it, you. It was... Hell on Earth. <laughs> yeah, but... It was Hell on Earth because the girls that came made it hell on earth yeah the actual show was good the actual dream boys themselves are brilliant yeah and it's a laugh and it's a bit of cock <laughs> and the girls <laughs> love it but when you get groups of females when you get becky's and karen's all coming together on a night out with For a cock, with cock straws yeah a blow up cock and Cock everywhere you can think of. And you know what? It's never a nice cock. Cock earrings. Cock earrings. Do you know what I mean? Cock it, ring. Cock everything. Cock ring literally on yeah. the finger. Yeah. It, 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 cock straws. You name it and there's a cock on it. Cock sunglasses I've seen. I've even seen a cock whoopee cushion. I'm not lying. And they turn up with all this tat on. Yeah. And they just... Ah, the amount of times I've seen people be like... Well, there's 40 of us in here. Right. Like, they've got some weight. Like, right. yeah, we actually don't want you in here in the first place. Like, yeah. like, just pipe down. All the Beckys and Karens, they all get this energy of, we rule. Yeah. And they're so rude. <laughs> but I don't know why I've gone on so much about it. If it's like that and it's for gays, I don't know if it'll work. I don't wow. know if gays are going to want to go and... If there's a really good drag show and a, and a strip show combined... Combined. And it's cabaret yeah and it's a bit different then maybe it will but i can't see groups of gays all being like Wah! and like, yeah. let me see your bump and grind right, yeah. like, do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. with squirty cream on the end of the knob yeah. flicking it on the gate it's i yeah. don't know if it'll work <laughs> but it's interesting um sorry i'm really uncomfy we're happy to host one by the way if, yeah imagine. if you are listening the go- should we do a gossip or should we do- should we get a stripper on the next gossip gaze live <laughs> should we get a stripper on the gossip gaze live yeah. i want a big chunky stripper and free pizza yeah. hairy hairy big, chunky hairy stripper who'd do that for us um do you reckon your mum <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking i knew you were gonna say my mum funny um any more goss one more thing. Go I've on. seen a... It's called a drag livery. Drag livery. You can get, in America, in Queens, 
your Mexican food delivered by a drag queen and you get a lip sync performance. Fuck off. So, <laughs> it is a Mexican fusion restaurant in Queens uh, trying to stay busy while they open. They had a drag show on every Sunday. It's gay owned and they did food and now they've combined the two because of Corona. And if you spend $50 and pay an extra $15 on top of that, a drag queen will deliver it and do a lip sync number. On your doorstep. On your doorstep to whatever song you want. I'm sure there's a karaoke list. Yeah. But yeah, they will do that for you. Wow. How camp would that be? Okay, if you could get any takeaway and any drag queen to deliver you a, a drag livery, what, who would it be and what song? Right. I would want a big fat Chinese delivery. And it would be delivered by... You love a Chinese, you. Davina DiCampo. I could have a Chinese tonight, man. In a red wig and a silver dress. And I'd want her to do... I'd do. (laughs) 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 How funny would that be? Really funny. And if if you want a slice of Davina DiCampo, she's our very special guest next week, everybody. Which is is why he said it. That was smoothly done, Billington. Um... Oh, my lordy, who would I have? I would have... I'd probably have a big fat Chinese as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I'm not talking a bag. If it doesn't come in a box, I don't want it. You you ideally want, like, because sometimes they're small boxes, but sometimes they're the big boxes you get fruit and veg in. That is where it should come in. If it comes in a fucking fruit and veg tray, you know your Chinese (laughs) is a good order. So it'd be one of those delivered by Drag With No Name, actually. Oh, wow. I love him. Scott, he's called. And And he's just really entertaining. I would have him perform Ave Maria. Stunning. (laughs) (laughs) The Gossip Gaze. Review of the week is back and I'm furious. Because it's your go this week. It's my go. And the end says here, by the way, I'm South African. So I would love to hear you try that accent. Is that like Yana off off, um, Chris Lilly? What's that Chris Lilly show? Oh, I can't think of the I name. I can't think of it either. It's on the tip of my tongue, the roof tip of, of the, my mouth. Oh, I was just going to do that. It's on tip of my tongue, the roof of my mouth. Anyway, what's that? Lunatics. Lunatics. Right, it's South African. So I had a teacher. Right. And she was South African. What was her name? How bad I don't remember her name. She taught me South African as well. She taught me Yomasapus. Right. That means your mum's a cunt. <laughs> No, it was in year 11. She was really nice. Right. Anyway, so she would be like, amazing. To fear some cheeky chap. What is this accent? South Africa. Amazing. To fear some cheeky chaps that bring on me endless joy normally. I can't do it. I can't do that. Do it in Irish. Too fearsome cheeky chaps that bring me endless joy normally on long drives. Of course, not at the moment. Lol. As an older gay man, it's like having two younger friends to listen to, keeping me in with the kids. Currently, my favourite episode. Pod, currently, pow, currently, my favourite podcast. Thank you both. Keep up the great work. It's really appreciated. What was happening at wow. the end? It's really appreciated. Um, that was that was the review. Lovely. Thank you for leaving that review. No problem. Um, oh, I didn't leave. It. You I didn't leave read it. it. <laughs> Leaving a review on your own podcast. <laughs> Gimp. <laughs> Can we? Um, I already have. <laughs> if you want to leave us a review, head over to Apple Podcasts. 
click the review page, five stars, leave a review, and if you say where you're from and we can do the accent ish, we'll, we'll try our we best. We want to do it. We want to do it. Give me some more squash for Billy. The Gossip Gaze. Are you feeling lonely in lockdown? Are you dreaming of a new dazzling dildo? Yeah, that's a thing now. Or maybe you've been caught dry and need some lavish new lube. Well, the Gossip Gaze and CloneZoneDirect.co.uk have teamed up to bring you 10% off your next order. From underwear to toys, we got you covered. Just enter the Gossip Gaze at the checkout. And remember, it's spelt with a Z. That's the Gossip Gaze at the checkout for CloneZoneDirect.co.uk. 10% off your next order. So I haven't spoken to you guys yet, but what do we think about Drag Race finale? Happy? Oh, I'm very happy uh, about it. I didn't even, I didn't even really watch it. The finale Ooh. as a whole, but I'm glad Jada won. Yeah. So. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, I didn't watch the finale, but I'm glad about the winner. And we, I wish they just postponed it because it's been one of the best seasons ever. I think I've loved. I agree. It. Yeah, the talent's yeah. been up there. I think it could have been easy any any of them winning. I think with Black Lives Matter movement now more than ever is a time for RuPaul to be building up strong queens of colour, especially black queens. And if she hadn't have chosen her as the winner, I think, I think there could have been murder. Yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm happy because I'm like, you know what? Jada deserved the win in the end, I think. And now it's golden scenario of actually, even though Gigi was my favourite, I think Jada deserved it. And now Gigi might get an All-Stars, so win-win. Yeah, exactly. I think I think she will get an All-Stars. If not, she's still got a massive following now, so she's still going to do well. Oh, let's let's yeah. go to the tour. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. so the point I'm making is I've got a slight uh, RuPaul-inspired hot minute today uh, in honor of the recent season 12 finale but if you're not listening at the time of the release then it's probably still relevant because there's always a RuPaul event at the minute there's it's like four yeah. series a year so you know <laughs> yeah let, let's celebrate the launch reveal finale whatever it is for your time of, of year whatever season <laughs> yeah <laughs> even if you're listening to this in 10 years time and it's yeah. season 525 yeah let's yeah. celebrate the dead. RuPaul museum opening in 25 yeah. years time um yeah the thing i've noticed in drag race is may west comes up a lot i don't know if you've noticed this as well yeah i've heard yeah. the name but i don't actually know who may west is and i just sort of laugh along and pretend she like i know what's going funny, on doesn't she she's just like mm, darling yeah it's all very like basically yeah. so she, she's been done for snatch game which was alaska which people are like oh that was legendary even i thought it was hilarious but i didn't understand it uh, she gets referenced on the runway and even in Gay's Anatomy Aidan Zane tried to channel her in the last season um, so I, I kind of watch RuPaul and I find myself asking like, who the fuck is Mae West and <laughs> yeah. that's what I've titled this hot minute <laughs> um, Brilliant. who the fuck is Mae West because I get the impression that Mae West is a gay icon in America but no one seems to know who she is over here uh, yeah. and granted when I say no one I mean I've asked a small group of friends and none of them knew who it was. So if you did know, then, yo, I don't know, let me know on Instagram and I'll, I'll say, good for you. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> he'll, send out, he'll send out an exclusive nude picture. <laughs> With evidence that you knew who Mae West was. Yeah. Um, but, so to, to get onto it, Mae West was an actress and we could leave it there, but she's actually done some really sick stuff that I want to tell you about. 
She lived okay. from 1890s to 1980s, and her career was really active in the 20s and 40s. So think about like Prohibition in America, World War II, all that stuff. A lot of people say she was well ahead of her time because she's really frank with her sensuality and she just oozes sexuality. She's been remembered as a bit of like a sex symbol for that time period. And she's come out with some amazing lines. I'm going to hit you with them now so that you can get an idea of what she was like. Well, when I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. <laughs> I see a man in your life. What, only one? Ah, uh, you were wonderful tonight. I'm always wonderful at night. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you forgetting that you're married? I'm doing my best. I wonder what kind of a woman you really are. Too bad, but I can't give out samples. And yeah, a lot of those lines are sort of from films and stuff like that. And I think they're great. I love them. She, she was also a playwright, though. She wrote under the pen name Jane Mast in the 1920s. And Ooh. Mae West wrote, directed and starred as a prostitute in one play titled Sex. Now, <gasps> very controversial at the time. Yeah? Ticket sales were actually really, really good and people liked it. But city officials, religious groups and conservative theatre critics hated it. The theatre got raided, every cast member was arrested and Mae West got sentenced to 10 days in prison for corrupting the morals of youth. Oh my god. Wow. Right, but here's the thing. She had the option to pay a fine, but she chose to take the sentence, then took a limo to the prison and wore silk underwear during the entire time of her stay. <laughs> for the full ten days. It's That's iconic. Funny. I love it. Um the next place she did after that was actually called The Drag, which is all about gays and cross dressers. And again, that got banned after only ten performances. But you know, I think it's fair to say she's a bit of an ally. Especially yeah, for the time. Absolutely. Yeah. She wrote loads of plays afterwards, but really blew up after her play Diamond Lil, which I've actually heard of before, but I never knew it was Mae West and I didn't quite know what it was about. But it's the same thing. It's basically Mae West playing Mae West. She's like this young, like sensual, but smart character. And it became a hit. And that sort of really got the attention of sort of like the silver screen for her. Because in the 1930s, she started a really successful film career. This was really unusual at the time because it was rare for a woman close to her 40s to start an acting career. Um, But she did really well with it. If Mae West wasn't happy with a role, she often was allowed to rewrite it because the lines she came up with were that good. And these are all like the iconic lines that she's known for today. Or they're all like innuendos and double entendres and stuff like that. Really like raunchy and funny, but at the time it was quite controversial. Um... In 1933, she filmed She'd Done Him Wrong with Cary Grant, who we mentioned on A Hot Minute before because he's the one who said gay for the first time in a film. Um, Right. And the film was so successful. Not only did it win an Academy Award for Best Picture, it saved Paramount, you know, the film company, from from bankruptcy. They were going to go bust, (gasps) and this film changed that for them. Uh, Paramount recognised this fact because it named one of its buildings after Mae West. Oh, the the Mae West building. The Mae West building. So that's a lot that you can visit, I think. Um, The film made $2 million, by the way, which... That's a lot back then. While today's money is $140 million. (gasps) Wow. So, yeah, she was huge. Um, She was really active for the next decade. And even though she got a lot of work, she was constantly fighting censorship all the time because people found her to be risque. Um, 
And don't forget, this is for saying like dumb shit like there were no good girls gone wrong, just bad girls found out. Ow. <laughs> wow, that was a good impression. I've watched a lot uh, of May Worst. But you know what I mean? People found it controversial for saying stuff like that. And when you consider <laughs> Love Island broadcast Zara giving a blowjob, that's nothing. <gasps> Wait, Zara, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Love Island broadcast Zara giving Alex a blowjob. There you <gasps> go. Um, side note, by the way, I interviewed Alex once for Capital. Really? Lovely guy. Wow. But it's like the most difficult interview I've ever done because the entire time I was just thinking, oh my God, I've, I've seen your cum face. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> were you getting off on it? No, I wasn't. It was awkward. I felt bad. You were getting off on it. You were getting off on it. <laughs> anyway, back on topic. <laughs> um, so May West's iconic lines have come from herself and it's her own writing that got put into the films. Um, however, because she kept getting censored all the time, in 1943, she worked on The Heat's On. This was a film that she didn't really want to do, but a friend convinced her to do it as a favour. Because of the censorship and all the controversy, this was the first film she wasn't allowed to write for, and it was a flop. The film really suffered. People missed having that sort of, like, fun wow. double entendre to it. Yeah. But yeah, regardless, she's been, like, a massive iconic sex symbol, and that has meant she's had huge influences on pop culture. Um... Are we aware of who Salvador Dali is? Yeah. Yeah, really famous surrealism artist. Some people would argue he's the world's most famous surrealism artist. He was hugely inspired by Mae West. It's really interesting. Really? Yeah. um, A couple of his works were just directly named after her. He did a painting. Let me find... Let me just get my head around this. Oh, the painting he did by... This one wasn't inspired by Mae West, but if you're not sure who we're talking about, Salvador Dali is the guy who did all the melting clocks. Yeah, so, and didn't he cut his own... No, didn't he? He went mad, didn't he? I think that's Van Gogh cut his, cut, got yeah, his no, own ear. Yeah, Van Gogh cut his ear, sorry. He went mad though, Salvador Dali, right? Did he have syphilis? <sighs> I'm not sure, but probably. The, the guy's pretty eccentric, from what I can tell. <laughs> did he have syphilis? <laughs> no, because <laughs> <laughs> no, people back in the day went mad with syphilis, didn't they? Don't know. Did you go mad when you had it? No, you just have a jab and it goes now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> so yeah he did the the first piece of artwork he did inspired by may west was called face of may west which may be used as an apartment and this was essentially a painted collage where all these different pieces of furniture made up may west's face and this then got developed into like a sculpture where it was this entire room that you could walk in that it was it's supposed to be that if you looked at it from a certain angle, it actually looked like Mae West, May West's face. Uh, can't what? talk today. Too early. Yeah. It, this even had an infamous sculpture called Mae West's Lip Sofa, which was a sofa that Salvador Dali made to look like Mae West's lips. Was he just obsessed wow. with her? He, he, he was just like, yeah, she's fit, I guess. <laughs> oh, I thought he was gay. I don't know. I'm not sure. He was inspired by her anyway. That's something I'm going to have to look wow. into. Um, and in World War Two, <laughs> don't forget, this is kind of a period where she was a sex symbol. The Allied air crews actually called their inflatable life preservers Mae Wests, partly because Mae West rhymes with breasts, partly because <laughs> they thought it resembled her chest. 
Um, I'm just assuming that they'd been at war for so long that anything was going to do it for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and interestingly, yeah. I didn't know this because I grew up in Staffordshire. You don't learn about Cockney rhyming slang. Very out of my depth. But in Cockney rhyming slang, Mae West is actually slang for best. So to use it in a sentence, you'd say it's not the Mae West. I'd never heard that before. I don't know if that's no. common or not. Wow. I'm going to speak to my granddad because he's from down south and he always uses Cockney rhyming slang. So I'm going to ask him, actually, if he knows who Mae West is and if he uses that for best. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll finish off. So th- this is only just a fraction of stuff on Mae West. These are the things that I thought were great and really like showed what she was like as a character. But I'll finish off on one final quote, which is my favourite. It's probably the cheesiest one. Which is, you only live once, but if you do a ride, once is enough. Ow. Ow. Fab, thanks, Sam. Well, I'm the main, mainly made up there that we got an impression from you because I was thinking yeah. in the back of my head, if we get all the way through this and he doesn't do an impression, I'm going to ask him for one. But you, <laughs> you delivered on more than one occasion, so thank you. I've watched a lot of Mae West videos. I think she's slightly warped my personality a bit. <laughs> Honestly, I think by the time you finish producing on this show, you're going to be talking like that, probably. <laughs> Ow. He's going to change his name by Depot to Mae West. Yeah. Sam West is a cool name, no? Let's not, Sam let's not West even pretend. Sam sounds like a murderer. Oh, don't, you've ruined. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so it's the end of the show show, and we've mentioned within the show that next week we have. Yeah, a guest. A guest, and she is called Davina DeCampo from RuPaul's Drag Race. Season one, UK RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one. Yes, and um, we're going to be chatting with her, um, asking her all about pre-drag race, post-drag race, and the launch of her brand new single. I can't wait to speak to her. I'm so excited. And a little yeah. exclusive for you here. What? We have done a little crossover, haven't we? So yes. She has got. She's going to be on a podcast. She's going to be on ours, and we're going to be on ours. Basically, yeah. We're basically shagging it in store, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so it's a nice little podcast crossover. Nice because we're kind of all Manchester. We we go. It's listen. We did. We we got a lot of feedback on interviews, and people loved hearing us chat more. So we wanted to make sure the next interview we do, we're going to just really have a good rapport, good connection with good them, good connection, and that's what she's going to give us. And also, it's our first one in a while, and also it's our first interview that we'll be doing remotely. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think it's going to be a good show next week. Can't wait. Can't wait. See you then. See you later. And don't send your dick to your parents or your family. The Gossip Gaze. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.